I used to be very fond of the comedy of David Brenner, not only because he was Jewish and not only because he grew up in Philadelphia, but because he was funny. And I remember when I was a kid hearing a routine of his in which he talked about mosquitoes. And he said, you know, there's the male and the female mosquito. He said, the male mosquito makes noise, but doesn't bite. The female mosquito is silent and does bite. So if you are in bed at night on a hot night and you hear a noise, don't worry. But if you're in bed at night and you hear nothing, you're in trouble. And I thought that the reason that's a joke is that that's how we work. If nothing is wrong, nothing is wrong. If we feel good, everything's fine. And we are not trained to believe that feeling good must mean something is wrong. But this morning, I want to suggest to you that sometimes feeling good tells you that something's wrong with you. And I'm getting this first from the Torah, and then from the rabbis, and finally, we'll see it in a modern poet. Here it is in the Torah. It says, don't take bribes, for bribes blind the clear-sighted and upset the pleas of those who are in the right. And then, right afterwards, it quotes what Rabbi Taft spoke about earlier, which is that you shouldn't oppress the stranger. And those of you who know the Torah know that in the Torah itself, there aren't these breaks into verses or paragraphs or all the things that we do to make the differences convenient for our eye and for our comprehension, which means it's sort of, in ancient manuscripts, really looks like one long word, and it goes right from don't take bribes to don't oppress the stranger. And I thought, what's the connection? What does one have to do with the other? Do you usually take a bribe to oppress a stranger? No. You oppress the stranger, why? Because it feels good. We all know how good it feels to come together in solidarity to hate the other guy. Feels great, or people wouldn't do it. There is nothing more comforting than two people having a common enemy. It feels wonderful. You're driving along and some jerk pulls in front of you and you look at the driver across the way and you share this moment of solidarity like, look at that jerk. I, of course, in all the years I've driven, never have pulled in front of somebody unknowingly. But look at that jerk who did that. And it feels so good. And that's what you feel when you take a bribe. You feel good about it or you wouldn't take the bribe. And I think what the Torah is starting to line up for us is the understanding that sometimes feeling good is a signal that you've done something wrong. 
It a little bit hints to what Hemingway said. Hemingway said, good is what feels good after. Think about that later on. It's a very wise saying, good is what feels good after. Now, how far after, he didn't say. But what that means is, feeling good at the time is sometimes an indication of feeling bad. And once again, because I know you shouldn't take my word for it, you should take the word of Pirkei Avot, right, of the Mishnah. Rabbi Omer, I'm going to skip the first part of what Rabbi Omer, because it's not to our purpose. You should measure, oops, sorry. You should measure the loss of a mitzvah against the gain and the gain of a sin against the loss. And as my teacher pointed out to me many, many, many years ago, that's what we call a chiastic structure, okay? Gain is here, loss is here, sin is here, mitzvah is here. He said, why doesn't it say measure the gain of a mitzvah against the loss and the gain of a sin against the loss? Why doesn't it do it in a normal way? Why is there this confused structure? And he said, the reason it says measure the loss of a mitzvah against the gain is every mitzvah starts in a loss. A loss of time a loss of money, some kind of loss. That's what makes a mitzvah. When you say to somebody, do a mitzvah, you're asking them for something. They're going to lose something in doing it. But eventually, there'll be a gain. Good is what feels good after. And then it says, measure the gain of an avera, of a sin, against the loss, because every sin begins in a loss, or you wouldn't do it. Stealing money, I mean, begins in a gain. Excuse me, or you wouldn't do it. Stealing money begins in a gain. A sin is always a gain. Look at all those. They all start in gains. Sometimes it feels good not to honor your parents. It starts in a gain. Then later you feel bad. I'm going to skip over adultery because it's too... <laughs> I'll let you... I'll let you... Uh, elaborate on that one. But the point is, every single sin in the world starts with a gain. People don't do bad things that make them feel bad for random reasons. No, they do bad things that make them feel good. And so feeling good sometimes is a signal, paradoxically, that maybe you've done something bad. And this modern mantra of you should always trust your feelings is nonsense. Sometimes your feelings are very untrustworthy. Sometimes. And you have to learn to know the difference. And I promised you not only the Torah and the rabbis, but a Nobel Prize winning poet. Remarkable po poetry, by the way. Wisława Simborska, who won the Nobel Prize several years, several years ago, has a great poem called In Praise of Feeling Bad About Yourself. And this is how it goes. The buzzard never says it is to blame. The panther wouldn't know what scruples mean. When the piranha strikes, it feels no shame. If snakes had hands, they'd claim their hands were clean. 
A jackal doesn't understand remorse. Lions and lice don't waver in their course. Why should they when they know they're right? Though hearts of killer whales may weigh a ton, in every other way they're light. On this third planet of the sun, among the signs of bestiality, a clear conscience is number one. All these animals that are predators, they don't feel bad. Feeling bad can be good. And never feeling bad is bad. So the stigma that we have against, oh, don't do, you'll make him feel bad. You shouldn't ever feel bad. You should always be positive. You should always feel good. You should always think everything is great. You should always have a light heart. Nah. Not if you're not a buzzard or a panther or a lice. You shouldn't. Sometimes it's okay to feel bad. It's okay to recognize that a mitzvah begins in a loss and to feel bad about it because you know that sometimes the way to the good is through the bad. So the next time you feel bad and somebody makes you feel bad about feeling bad, say to them, my rabbi told me to feel bad. <laughs> he said, I'm supposed to feel bad. And you should feel bad about making me feel bad about feeling bad. Because that's good. A conscience shouldn't always leave you alone. So the next time you're going to sleep and it's all silent in the bedroom, you should feel a little bad. Shabbat shalom.